Hello and welcome to Afton Unplugged. I'm your host, Superintendent Travis Brock. This podcast features the people and stories that make the Afton School District great. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Afton Unplugged. And in this episode, you'll get to meet and hear from the District Teacher of the Year, Karen Karsten. So Karen, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Dr. Brock. I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, uh, before we get into uh, any further, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. So my name is Karen Karsten. I wear a pin on my Afton lanyard that says Karen not that one because that really is my name and so it's fun teaching middle school and people know that your name is karen i always tell them hey someday you might need a karen in your corner um i'm a st louis native i grew up in bridgeton which is in north Mm. county i'm a person who's always wanted to be a teacher i was an only child for about six years of my life and my first kind of teachery memories is teaching my cat Gotcha. Um, and then when I had a little brother, I taught him too. <laughs> and so I started out in early childhood. I yeah. um, graduated from the University of Tulsa with a psychology degree that I kind of parlayed into about a 20-year career in early childhood, <laughs> okay. believe yeah, it or not. I noticed that. And then um, in 2016, I went back to school to get my master's in special ed. Okay. And I started um, in the Afton School District with SSD in 2019, Mm -hmm. which of course, as we know, was the fun (laughs) year of COVID. I'm like, what are the odds that that would happen? Uh Um, But the good thing was that allowed me to get um, another master's degree in reading. And I have really kind of um, made reading the focus of my career going forward. Mm -hmm. But I live in Wildwood. Uh, My husband and I have four daughters. My oldest daughters are identical twins. They okay. are actually teaching in Thailand right now. Wow. We get them back in November, so we're That's excited. exciting. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're excited to see them. And then I have a freshman and a junior at College of Charleston. And wow. right now they're kind of getting some hurricane wind and stuff going on. Um, but it's yeah. it's wonderful when we have the girls all home. <laughs> and it's also okay being an empty nester for a little bit, too. <laughs> I have uh, two dogs, Theo and Lola, and I have a really sassy cat named Kevin. (laughs) And I have pictures of Kevin all over my classroom, so my students could could tell you a lot of stories about him. Yeah. Um, But teachering is what I said I wanted to do in first grade, and Uh it is what I, um, it's my jam, you know? I'm a lifer. Great. Well, we're glad uh, you found us here in Afton. And yeah, that was uh, that was quite a year to make a little bit of a transition, right? What are the odds? From early right? childhood to middle school and uh-huh. then during COVID, special education, yeah. the whole trial yeah, by fire. A lot of yeah. it. So we're, yeah. but we're glad you did it. Glad you stuck it out. Thanks. So, Me yeah. too. Yeah. I too had a dog named Lola. So, yes, yeah, so she was uh, she was our first rescue dog that we had so love great, it great name and i got to name her so <laughs> love that we've always had rescue dogs yeah. we started out with retired racing greyhounds mm-hmm. and then um all of our dogs have been rescues mm-hmm. one way or another yeah great we'll be so happy that you recognize her in this podcast <laughs> okay good yeah. had, i couldn't couldn't pass it up if you, you talk bet. if you talk about your dogs i'm gonna i'm gonna latch on to that love it so. All right. Um, so again, one of the reasons I invited you here was uh, to make sure people had a chance to get to know who our district teacher of the year is. And 
it really is a process. You don't really start with being district of the year, uh, district teacher of the year. It kind of just starts with being nominated, you know, mm-hmm. within your building. So, uh, tell us about, you know, what was it like just learning that you were even nominated to be Rogers Teacher of the Year? Well, what's it was funny because our counselor at the time, um, I was sitting in a meeting and she called me and she said, Miss Carson, can I talk to you for a second? And of course, it's like, you know, when you get called to the principal's yeah. office, I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? And she said, you've been nominated as one of the candidates for Rogers Teacher of the Year. Wow. Would you like to accept? And of course, I was very honored and I said, sure. But I didn't really. I'm like, absolutely. That's wonderful that someone did that. There's excellent candidates. And um, it's kind of a process of an interview. You know, you have some uh-huh. questions that they ask you. Yeah. And I answered them and was very honest. And this is all, you know, we are friends. So it was kind of like chatting with friends more than anything. Yeah. Um, and when I was, when it was announced, I was teaching. I was in my classroom in one <laughs> thirty there at Rogers. Yeah. And um, Kai Schlunt, my um, area coordinator in SSD, opened the door and, you know, was like, oh, hey, Kai, because he comes in all the time. Yeah. And then the next person I saw was you, Dr. Yeah, Brock. Uh-huh. And then I saw Erica Chandler <laughs> and I saw Sarah and Dagendorf. And then it hit me. And I had my eighth grade boys at the time in class. And, of course, I started crying because yeah. I was just like, oh, my gosh. And there were flowers. And I was so honored. I was you know, really, really surprised. I think yeah. you could probably tell. I think I called uh-huh. you Travis, That's Dr. Right. Broth. That's yeah, okay. I sure did. <laughs> um, and what was cute is that after the fact, because all my boys were watching this, yeah. I had one of my students say, you know what, Miss Carson, like, that was really a power moment. That was really <laughs> cool, you know? Yeah. So it was just a great day and, mm-hmm. and really just an honor. I was very humbled and um, and really excited. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think knowing that your colleagues think highly of you is always, you know, maybe the biggest form of flattery. Those that work with you every day, yeah. uh, thinking that you not only deserve to be nominated, but, you know, making that impression on them and yeah. and getting to share it with your kids probably also that was is very extra cool. special. They got to too. see that very real moment. Yeah. Um, and then they remembered it. So, yeah, yeah, it was neat. <laughs> Good. It's special for more than just you. I'm, I'm sure they will remember that as mm-hmm. well. All right. Well, um, that, again, was just part of the journey, really. And then uh, you got invited to, to come to our SOAR Award program. So we have a service and outstanding achievement recognition ceremony where we honor all of the teachers of the year and in our various buildings. But that's also where we announce the district teacher of the year. So yeah. tell us a little bit about, you know, what was what was going through your head uh, during that ceremony when you found out you were the district teacher of the year? Yeah, well, that was such a special night. Um, one thing that was really cool is that my entire team from Rogers, um, our principal, my area coordinator, our director, my fellow teachers, a mm. lot of people were there, some oh. of whom were also nominated for SOAR Awards. Yeah. And so that was really wonderful to see everybody kind of come together to celebrate everybody, including me. And we got called to the stage and, you know, there's the lights and I'm wearing a dress. So, you know, (laughs) kind of a a neat formal night. Um, And then when they call my name, I, you know how it takes you a minute to realize that your name was just called. (laughs) 
and and I really I know I've said this before, but I was I was very humbled and honored to be standing, you know, with these other educators and mm-hmm. other people who do amazing things for kids. Yeah. And I really feel like it says something about the inclusivity of the Afton School District that someone who's a special education teacher mm-hmm. um, and with special school district can be yeah. awarded um, yeah. after an Afton you know teacher of the year. Um, it was just a really special night that I will never forget, and yeah. it kind of started the celebration of all the other neat things I've gotten to do. You yeah, know? so yeah, I'll that, never forget it. Great, yeah. and that that that's a good point. I know. Um, I think we sometimes take things for granted that the all don't all districts just do things the same way we do and i know someone remarked uh, previously when uh, a special school district teacher was mm-hmm. teacher of the year that there there are districts where that's never happened yeah and it's happening in afton and now it's happened a second time i think mm-hmm. someone mentioned no other district has ever had two special school district teachers as you know district teacher of the year so like i said kudos i certainly don't take credit for that just Kudos to everyone in Afton that is okay with that and, yes. and, and feels like that's the right thing to do. So. Absolutely. It is very, very special. We don't realize how special a place this mm-hmm. is because we're used to it. This yeah. is just how we roll. Um, mm-hmm. But no, that does not happen in other mm-hmm. districts. And mm-hmm. I know I can speak You know, for our team at Rogers. We have always felt a part of the Afton School District. Never have we ever felt separate. And so thank you to you and everybody else who makes us feel that way. We appreciate it. Well, well well-deserved for sure. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. All right, and then once again, the process just continues. So then it you did. get to, you get to talk at the opening day assembly, where mm-hmm. you know once again way more people than just at SOAR Awards. You literally have the whole staff, teachers, support staff, everyone. And so, tell us a little bit about what were some of the messages you shared with the staff when you had that opportunity to talk to them. Yeah, that was so. That was speech. That was speech time, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know, there's so much you want to say, but you only have so much time. And so, I really decided to kind of focus on one thing that was important to me, and um, something that I always remind myself when days get hard, because there's not a single educator out there who hasn't had a day where you're like, "Wow, <laughs> there's so much to do. There are so many needs. I'm one person. Yeah. What am I doing?" Right. And so I don't know who to attribute this quote to, but it's been around on social media. And it goes something like this. It says, it can be overwhelming to experience all the injustices of the moment, but the good news is that they're all connected. So if your little corner of work involves pulling at one of the threads, you're helping to unravel the whole cloth. Hmm. And that's something that's really important to me. I have Hmm. that printed out and hanging in my classroom as a reminder. But um, I think we can all feel overwhelmed sometimes. Oh, for sure. You know, I'm sure you have (laughs) with what we have gone through with COVID and everything. But um, the little little actions that we do every day in our classrooms, in our Mm -hmm. schools, in our district, it really can transform lives. Mm -hmm. And we really are creating human beings that will go out into the world. Some of them will become educators also. And they'll remember us and, and they will make the world a better place. So... My message was really when you have those down days, remember that your work is important, it matters, and to just keep going, you mm-hmm. know, keep keep jumping on that jump rope because um, life will go up and down, but it, but it's worth it. 
and the work that we do is important. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And I think uh, I think everybody appreciates being in a space where hopefully people are seeing that those positive moments are way outnumbering. Yes. Uh, you know, some of the negative ones it was definitely, as you mentioned, the first year that you joined Rogers and then, you know, a year or so after that, it was tough sometimes mm-hmm. finding finding the, the things to keep you going. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully now we're finding more and more of those. But uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. Things are kind of stabilizing and becoming more quote unquote normal, whatever that is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 But um, and just, you know, hang on, because inevitably when you're feeling like that, you will inevitably witness some act of kindness between two students mm-hmm. or a student will um, make progress on something they've been struggling with, or you'll get a compliment from a fellow teacher, yeah. and then you're just reeled back in. You yeah. know, you're you're grounded in you know your purpose of of educating literally our future. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. All right. Well, kind of thinking of educating our future and kind of drawing on that, you know, those small things that that hopefully people can take pride in. It makes them feel good. It makes them feel purposeful. When you kind of think about your career as an educator, do you have some fond memories that that stick out? I do. I mean, we always have our favorite teachers, right? So Mrs. Mm -hmm. Beckwith was my first grade teacher, and I remember her always – letting us know as little first graders when we were going to go to the lavatory, which of course is the restroom, <laughs> and I kept waiting for the laboratory. <laughs> yeah. Um, many of us have probably done that. And um, there, you know, there are a million stories, but one story that actually happened at Rogers um, that I will never forget. Mm-hmm. I had a student that I was teaching in my reading class, and she's on the autism spectrum. And um, we, you know, we were having kind of one of those, you know, right before Christmas celebrationy kind of days. Mm-hmm. And I picked a movie to watch. We were going to watch mm-hmm. a movie, and the movie that I picked was Temple Grandin, mm-hmm. um, who, of course, is um, a woman with autism who has done a lot of work with mm-hmm. um, with farming. Okay. And the beginning of this movie, Temple Grandin is talking about how she sees in movies and she thinks in pictures, not so much as words. Oh, okay. And I had a student come up to me, the student on the autism spectrum, and she said, this woman thinks like I do. She goes, I've never known anyone who thought like like I do. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a powerful moment because I got to witness in real time Mm -hmm. the first time a student really felt like I'm not the only one Mm -hmm. who is like this. And long story short, um, you know, she got the movie at home and and we did a kind of a debrief about Temple Grandin and about how we all, mm-hmm. you know, think differently and picture things differently. And that was a super powerful moment. That was one of those times where I'm like, if I do nothing else <laughs> right. ever, the fact that this girl felt like I'm not the only one. Yeah. Somebody else does this and look how successful this mm-hmm. person is. Like yeah. I've done my job, yeah, you know, definitely. really. Yeah. That was one of the coolest moments. All right, great. Yeah, those those are those are the things that make an impression on you. So mm-hmm. thanks, uh, thanks for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, things that make Afton special, such as just the the way we recognize our staff and that we do feel like special education teachers, special school district staff are a part of Afton. They should be part of our recognitions. Anything else come to mind when you think about what's special about Afton? Well, yeah, I chose Afton, um, and I chose it because it reminded me of where I grew up in Bridgeton. Now, I grew up in North County, and this is, of course, South County, the opposite side of the world for those of us who are from NOCO. Um, But I I chose it because I feel like 
Afton is like a small town within a big city. And it's in some ways, it's an American city as American as apple pie, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we have the parades. Yeah. And we have these beautiful tree-lined streets. And it's just this slice of Americana. But the really neat thing about Afton, too, is that we have this wonderful influx of diversity. We have an amazing community of immigrants Mm -hmm. and refugees, you know, people from other places. And that was so attractive to me, the diversity that we have here in Afton. So um, I think Afton has welcomed people. And we have a very diverse community in our school district. And that's why I chose Afton. And that is something that is very rare. You do not find that everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really appreciate those, the different cultures, the different foods, the different traditions that we get to experience just as teachers in the district. Yeah. Um, I've absolutely loved it. And so, yeah, I felt like, you know, this was a place for me, and I'm not yeah. going anywhere, Dr. Brock. So. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, pretty much anyone that's lived in Afton or anyone that's taught in Afton for, you know, any amount of time, even if it's it hasn't been all that long, um, if I ask them or if, or if they're asked what they like about Afton in front of me um, – Diversity comes up usually one of the first five words. They, mm-hmm. they may say something else, but uh, that is always a, it's a common thread. Like I said, whether it's a community member, a parent, um, a staff member. So not not surprising that you said that. It's uh, true. But uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that perspective with us. Um, with that, um, we're going to kind of wrap up this episode. But before we do, anything else you want to share with us before we sign off? You know, I'm looking forward to a great year. Um, I would encourage, you know, parents, educators, admin here in our district and community members just to keep those lines of communication open. Mm. It really does. This sounds cliche, but it really does take a village, you know, to get these kids set up for success. And I think the more that we are involved with each other Mm -hmm. and we get involved with our schools and our communities, um, the better that communication is and the more successful we'll be. Mm -hmm. So I would just wish everyone a great school year. Um, and we're off to the races, you know? <laughs> All right. Well said. I, I, I echo that same sentiment. Communication is very important and, and working together. So thanks for, uh, thanks for those words of wisdom. Thank you, Dr. Brock. All right. Well, hopefully uh, you enjoyed getting to know our District Teacher of the Year, Karen Karsten, in this episode. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback about our podcast, you can reach us at info, I-N-F-O, at aftonschools.net. And with that, again, Karen, thanks for joining us. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. And we'll see you out there. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Afton Unplugged. And remember, in the Afton School District, education is the most important thing we do. We'll see you out there.